How can we as healthcare practitioners move from just providing disease management to providing true healthcare? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Reinvent Healthcare, the podcast that helps you grow your practice and expand your skills as a practitioner. I'm Dr. Rita Marie Loscalzo. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Reinvent Healthcare, the podcast for wellness-minded people and professionals who are passionate about transforming our broken healthcare system. I'm Dr. Rita Marie Loscalzo, and my mission is to empower millions of people to go from disease and dysfunction into living their healthiest life possible. I passionately believe that all disease can be prevented or reversed, And if you have patients struggling with low energy, missing libido, and poor concentration as a result of adrenal dysfunction, today's episode is especially for you. We're going to delve deep into the nutrients that support recovery from adrenal dysfunction. Before we get started, I want to remind you about the free adrenal resource guide I created for you. You can download it at reinventhealthcare.com forward slash adrenal. So let's get started. The process of keeping us humans alive in the face of danger is a very expensive process in terms of nutrients expended and replenishment is critical in order to reverse the dysfunction and restoration of energy, focus, and sleep. So let's talk about what some of these nutrients are and how they work and why they're super important for you to support your clients and your patients in replenishing. So let's start with vitamin C. We hear a lot about vitamin C because it's, you know, it's got this reputation for supporting immune function and for helping us get over the common cold. It's also a huge factor in adrenal health. The adrenal glands require more vitamin C than any other part of the body. It's required for the production of the hormones cortisol, adrenaline, and norepinephrine or noradrenaline. So what we need to do is talk to people about making sure their vitamin C is replenished on a regular basis. And that means daily. And there are so many foods that are great sources of vitamin C. It's not just about orange juice. And orange juice is probably not so good because it stresses out the blood sugar balancing. But oranges certainly are. Red peppers, broccoli, kale, all the green leafy vegetables, sweet potatoes, so much more. Loaded with vitamin C. And... There's times when you need to take extra vitamin C, especially when someone is under a lot of stress and their adrenal glands are starting to dysfunction and they're feeling fatigued and low libido and all the other signs of adrenal fatigue we've been talking about in previous episodes. So vitamin C is critical. Another one that's important is vitamin B5. Vitamin B5 is also known as pantothenic acid, and it's important for the conversion from the precursors of cortisol and other adrenal hormones into those hormones themselves. And one of those precursors, the most important one, happens to be cholesterol. So cholesterol is the precursor of a hormone called pregnenolone. Pregnenolone is then the precursor of all the other hormones produced by the adrenals, not just cortisol and aldosterone and cortisone and DHEA, But the ones that we don't always think about when it comes to adrenal health, which are testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone. As a conversion factor, as a cofactor for the conversion from cholesterol into pregnenolone, vitamin B5 is really critical. The studies I've seen on the effective doses tend to be about 500 milligrams three times a day. 
You can get it in food though too. Sometimes again, when people are really, really dysfunctional, they are exhausted, the adrenal dysfunction has been going on for so long, then we supplement until they are able to replenish. And then we can look at foods. Whole foods that contain vitamin B5, panathenic acid, are whole grains, nuts, and some legumes. So make sure that you're coaching your clients and your patients into making sure that their B5 status is really good. Let's talk about another one. Another B vitamin that's super important is vitamin B6. And it's important for the metabolism of the steroid hormones that are produced in the adrenal glands. So B6 is also involved in the production of neurotransmitters, including serotonin and dopamine, which help regulate mood. And that's an important part of overcoming adrenal dysfunction. We want to make sure that the body is able to handle the stress response. And vitamin B6 is critical. Vitamin B6 is also very important in the synthesis of the sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. So we have to make sure that the vitamin B6 status is good. Oftentimes when I'm supplementing with B6, I'll supplement people with the active form of B6. So we're not taking any chances that the body can do the conversion. So that form is called P5P pyridoxal 5-phosphate as opposed to pyridoxine hydrochloride, which is the one that most supplements have. How do you get vitamin B6? Well, it's in some animal products like poultry and fish, but it's also in potatoes, bananas, chickpeas, and of course, green leafy vegetables are a good source of most of these nutrients. So we have to help people to bring up the volume of their non-starchy green type vegetables, high water content vegetables to provide all of these nutrients. Let's talk about another one that's super important for adrenal health, which is magnesium. It's super important for a lot of functions. In fact, there's over 300 enzymes that magnesium is important cofactor for. It helps in the production of ATP, right? Adenosine triphosphate, which is the energy currency of the cell. And when we make enough ATP, all the body's cells are happy. All the organs are happy because they can do their job. Same thing with the adrenals. It's also important for regulating blood sugar levels. And when we have up and down and all over the map kind of blood sugar imbalances, the adrenals are stressed to the max. It's a very fine line between blood sugar balance and adrenal dysfunction. And magnesium is one of those nutrients that helps to support both. You can get magnesium. My favorite food source happens to be chocolate. It's high in chocolate. It's high in things like spinach and kale and other green leafies. It's high in avocado, another one of my favorite foods, especially when combined with chocolate, almonds, and so much more. So magnesium, green leafy vegetables, lots of green leafy vegetables. Problem is like these days, a lot of the soil is depleted. So a lot of folks, even when they're eating an abundance of green leafy vegetables, need magnesium to help support the adrenal dysfunction. And one of the ways to know if somebody is getting low in magnesium, although it's not necessarily magnesium, but is the appearance of leg cramps. Middle of the night, they're waking up with their legs and their feet getting cramped up. That could be a sign of magnesium. And so if they go ahead and take some magnesium and that goes away, sure enough, we know that we're low and we're putting those other body functions at risk, like the adrenals and the heart and other things like that. So really important. Another one is zinc. Zinc is like magnesium in that there's hundreds of enzymatic actions in the body that use zinc as a cofactor. 
It's also important for the production of several of the hormones in the adrenals, especially cortisol. It's also important for good immune function. And when we have poor immune function and we're catching every cold that goes around, your client is getting sick and coming down with viruses and all, they need that zinc because when you're sick, that puts a strain on the immune system, that puts a strain on the adrenals. The adrenals perceive that as a life-threatening stress and all of the mechanisms we've been talking about in these episodes step into play. So we need to look at what can we do to supply it. Now, food sources of zinc, there's some of them in things like oysters and beef and chicken, but also in beans and nuts and some of the green leafy vegetables. So we want to look at this as a factor. Zinc is an important nutrient that people need to be replenishing on a daily basis. So let's talk about selenium. We think a lot, if you've been studying functional medicine and nutrition for a while, you think about selenium as important for the thyroid function, and it is very important for thyroid function for the conversion from T4 to T3, which again is important for adrenal function. But more specifically, it helps in the production of glutathione, which is a really super powerful antioxidant that helps protect the body against oxidative damage. And guess what? The adrenal glands are very susceptible to oxidative damage because the processes, like we said, are very nutrient expensive and oxidative stress builds up in the processing of cortisol and all the other hormones involved in adrenal functioning. Uh, glutathione is super important to protect the adrenal glands and to help them recover from dysfunction. Selenium has also been shown to have anti-inflammatory properties, which help reduce the inflammation and oxidative stress produced by the adrenals. That can cause damage and impair the adrenal function, leading to the problems we've been talking about with HPA axis and adrenal dysfunction. So overall, selenium plays an important role in protecting the adrenal glands, in supporting adrenal function, and supporting thyroid function, and the thyroid and the adrenals work closely together. A deficiency of selenium can lead to impaired adrenal function and other health problems. So it's super important to ensure that we get enough. There are a lot of foods that contain selenium. Selenium is abundant in Brazil nuts, 100 micrograms in one Brazil nut. That's like your full day's supply. And when people have dysfunctions that are related to low glutathione or thyroid conversion issues, um, and even it's used a lot in cancer treatments, we look at using higher levels of selenium. It's been shown to help calm down the oxidative stress and the inflammation in autoimmune diseases, especially Hashimoto's, somewhere in the neighborhood of two to 400 micrograms. You just don't want to take too much selenium. I rarely see a situation where people need to supplement with selenium unless they have really impaired fat digestion and can't absorb and digest it from the Brazil nuts. But one Brazil nut a day for the average person should be fine. Somebody with some of these dysfunctions, 200 to 300 to 400 even micrograms, which is two to four Brazil nuts. But don't overdo it because selenium toxicity is a real thing. Let's look at a few more. So copper, copper is super important for the production of several of the enzymes involved in adrenal hormone synthesis. And it's also involved in dopamine synthesis along with vitamin C. And dopamine is a precursor to epinephrine and norepinephrine. So copper is gonna help support that whole HPA axis with those hormone productions. 
Vitamin D, well, what does vitamin D do? It helps with calcium and phosphorus metabolism. It helps for bones, the absorption of calcium. And this is super important for the adrenals because we have to have good calcium and phosphorus metabolism for the adrenals to function properly. Two more things I want to talk about. One, we hear a lot about, right? Omega-3 fats. Omega-3 fats are contained in foods like certainly deep ocean fish, but algae and hemp seeds and chia seeds and walnuts even. So we need good sources of omega-3s. We need those abundantly every day. And they have an anti-inflammatory process. They have an anti-spasmodic process. They help to reduce oxidative stress and oxidative damage. And that can result in supporting the adrenals and protecting the adrenals against the oxidation. And finally, let's talk about probiotics. Good bacteria, good organisms living in our food supply. They help support the health of the gut. When the gut is out of balance, it puts a stress and strain on the adrenals. So we really need to have good gut health and keep the microbiome functioning properly. And the microbiome also has a role in the adrenal hormone synthesis. And especially since dopamine is a precursor to epinephrine and norepinephrine, it affects that. How do we get them? Fermented foods. I like homemade non-dairy yogurts. I like sauerkrauts and kimchi and things along those lines, kefir. Those are all good sources of probiotics. And avoiding the animal foods that are raised with antibiotics. So when we're eating meats and chickens and other things and their food has been processed with antibiotics or they're treated with antibiotics to keep them from causing disease amongst each other, we get some of those antibiotics in the system and that can disrupt the normal microbiome. So all of these nutrients are super important for adrenal health. When we're working on helping people to overcome adrenal dysfunction, to get their HPA axis working perfectly well again, we need to be looking at these nutrients. And when we look at these nutrients and we look at food first, but a lot of folks, because they're in a state that's been there chronically, we want to look at supplements as well. So if you want to go deeper with some of these nutrients and herbs and foods that support adrenal health, I recommend you download our document, our adrenal health resource guide at reinventhealthcare.com forward slash adrenals. It's loaded with charts, their food and supplement charts to support your clients back to health. And when you take this seriously, when you take it seriously that someone's fatigued and they're showing signs of adrenal dysfunction, you help them via diet and lifestyle, of course, sleep and stress management. You're going to get great results when you combine it with the nutrients. If you want more in-depth training and resources for health practitioners on the adrenals, the HPA axis, the thyroid, and so much more, I recommend that you visit the ionemethod.com site and learn about how we use nutritional endocrinology to balance the endocrine system and help people restore their health. So until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to Reinvent Healthcare. We are part of the movement to change healthcare for the better. If you liked this episode, leave a rating and a review. And for more resources to support you in growing a thriving and fulfilling practice, visit our website at inemethod.com.